tech is not only for engineers mm-hmm. tech is for all of us so what do you think is a major challenge which is kind of stopping in a lot of uh, startups getting into the insurance space or kind of still be a bit more wary see the biggest difference is the push versus mm-hmm. pull right right nobody wants to think that i can die Welcome to a brand new episode of Fintech Ibad Dilse. Today we have with us Mr. Satishwar, who's the MD and CEO of Egon Life Insurance. Hello, Mr. Satishwar. It's a pleasure having you here, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Shreyas. Happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Satishwar has been a veteran in the uh, insurance industry for almost uh, three decades now, and he has seen the growth and the startup of a lot of insurance companies, a lot of big insurance companies that are in the market now. So, Mr. Satishwar, uh, we'd love to hear from you a bit more about your journey. How did you get started, and uh, how did you reach where you are today? Over to you, sir. Okay. Uh, so let me let me. I think will be. Good to also talk about a little bit about my my childhood itself. Sure. So I am a, a Bombayite. When mm-hmm. I say a Bombayite, it's uh, not really. It was just on the suburbs of Bombay. In fact, it's just outside Bombay. It's a small mm-hmm. town called Askalya. Mm-hmm. So it was majorly a railway township. So my dad was in the railways, and mm-hmm. that's where I grew up. Oh, okay. So schooling and everything happened in railway school itself. Mm-hmm. And. Cricket was the major. I think mean, it's it's true with every other Indian, right? So cricket Definitely. was the major activity. In fact, I was very keen on getting into cricket, but somehow that didn't materialize. I was good in bowling. So oh, that's, that's where it all started. But yes, it was fun. Pacer was good. Help in pacer. Oh wow! Pacer with a nice run-up and a nice tie. I was very very proud of myself. But I think mm-hmm. when we try to get into the states itself. That's yes. realized there are much, much, much more better players than me. the kind of practice and the efforts that they have put in, and naturally they deserve better. But yeah, True. from an overall mm-hmm. perspective, I think it did help, both mm-hmm. in terms of uh, being a part of a team and the overall physical activity that it brought in. I think childhood well spent. Indeed. Did my graduation in commerce, mm-hmm. uh, and then moved into becoming a chartered accountant. That was the railways and railways. Yes, it does help you with good living facilities as as part of the perks to the railway employees. Mm-hmm. But yes, salary wise, it's it's not that great, right? So, and we were four of mm-hmm. us. We were four sons too. Oh, okay. My, yeah. So naturally, there were limitations in terms of, but our dad did ensure that all four of us study well. I think his his way of looking at this or the biggest gift which he could have given us. Was to ensure that we are all well educated, and that really helped. Right, so definitely ended up to becoming a, a commerce graduate. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only reason why I did take commerce mm-hmm. uh, at that point in time, uh, with this is year what ninety, eighty nine, ninety. So the only reason why I took commerce was to ensure that my brothers don't teach me. <laughs> I was the third <laughs> one, so that was the reason. So no, no idea of what commerce is, nothing. But it was more because they both were uh, into this, taken the science stream, and till my uh, SSC, the board, tenth board, mm-hmm. they used to teach, and Achha. and kind of it was so. 
and that was a painful one <laughs> so just to take care of that i basically said i'll take commerce so that they don't teach but ended up becoming a chartered accountant like that mm-hmm. subject and that's how it started uh, so i became a chartered accountant somewhere in the year 1999 mm-hmm. and luckily for me that's a time when the insurance industry also opened up right if you remember it's to year 2000 when the insurance industry opened up mm-hmm. and i got an opportunity to work with uh, icsa prudential in fact i joined them just before we got the license so oh. we were the first insurance company at that point in time to get the license mm-hmm. and the best part was across the organization all the way from the ceo to me as an entry level uh, manager in the organization we were all learning and trying to understand the life insurance business. I see. So that that gave us a very level field because everybody was learning the entire uh, environment was towards understanding what this business is, how it works, what can we do differently. So that's True. that's where it all started. At that point in time the gurus for us were people from LIC. Mm-hmm. And there is the specific function which is called as the actuarial which is right. very largely uh, i won't say unique but most of the people uh, end up in the insurance business right and they were again coming from the lic space and they were the gurus for us to teach us what life insurance is how it works so two very core uh, functions from a mm-hmm. life insurance perspective was the actuarial function who design the product and price the product right because the the business is largely to determine how many people will die at what age right true because that's what you're covering difficult yes. emotional topic but yes that's that's the mathematics thing which they used to come in. and the other function was underwriting mm-hmm. is basically screening of whom you can provide life insurance and whom you should not right so that those were the two functions which people came in from life insurance corporation and they were basically teaching us very humble very grounded people very to the point I, it's a wonderful experience continued with them for close to 7 uh, odd years across mm-hmm. uh, largely part of the finance function being a chartered accountant uh, across the board both in terms of basic accounting starting with and ended up with financial planning and analysis and those kind of things right uh, after 7 years moved took a small stint with reliance life mm-hmm. close to 2 years Uh, but then I got this opportunity again to become a part of an organization which was just about to apply for license. Now this was right. Bank of Baroda, Andhra Bank, in combination with uh, Legal and General from UK. Mm-hmm. They wanted to start a life insurance business in India. So here yeah. in two thousand nine, when they were working on the application process, is when I joined them as the head of finance. Mm-hmm. and uh, so that was the process again to setting up in terms of setting up the finance function but because we were early joiners right we yeah. were just around say 30 or 40 people at that point in time and i was the only guy from finance right. so ended up doing all the investment management or the investment setup more from a regulation perspective getting those process in place or even playing the compliance guy considering right. chartered accountant you have this background sir true so that gave an overall exposure in terms of the all the control functions put together so that was a wonderful experience was with them for close to 10 years and mm-hmm. this was the this was the place where i also got an opportunity to move away from mm-hmm. my core domain and right. try out a different domain altogether 
close to six years down the business, we thought that we need to make some changes. Uh, when I say need to make some changes, bring out something new. Mm-hmm. Considering it was a banker life insurance company, we decided to work on a fully digitally enabled sales process. Got it. That's where I got the opportunity to basically lead that project, mm-hmm. which meant that. I have to take care of tech I have to work on the underwriting piece I have to work on the operations piece so it gave me the entire piece of a chief operating officer got it right so that was a biggest exposure so I went up to kind of uh, continued with that for close to 3 years moving away from uh, a paper driven process to a zero paper process at that point in time also bringing in a capability mm-hmm. the ability to actually issue a, a life insurance policy say in around half an hour end to end Mm-hmm. which is a big piece at that point in time so we moved True. to a zero paper process a, a handle tab was the was the main state interesting mm-hmm. stuff interesting journey interesting developments indeed that this was back in which year this was year 2014 okay so i think this was also the early days of uh, tabs also tabs and the digital journeys i mean yeah. uh ipad was introduced 2 years back and uh, everyone was getting into tablets i think at that point of time So iPad was the costlier version so we ended yes, up yes. working for a smaller one but yes uh, it was post iPad after some one and a half two years is when the other tabs started coming in right right, right. but it, it it did make a change because with each of our uh, front end sales guys used mm. to they moved away from the laptop to this one they okay. gave them an app on which they can work mm-hmm. so this was an app on which uh, they can do the signatures were taken at that point in time otp based signatures were not allowed the signatures right. were taken on the tab itself mm-hmm. so all those things is what kind of uh, was an exciting angle to move away and that and at that point in time to move away from paper to a fully paperless process mm-hmm. that itself was a big achievement so those that was the wonderful period because and what happened was it was more a tech initiative but naturally tech can do when the domains can come and tell them that what tech can do True. So, on its own, and assuming that tech can deliver on its own, sorry, it doesn't happen. So it's a it's a combination of functions also initiating mechanisms to figure out how tech can work for them. So it's it's a it's a nice amalgamation of both those pieces, and that's how I ended up doing handling tech plus uh, mm-hmm. plus underwriting all of that together. It's also right. ended up because you are working for the sales team. we also ended up working for the sales uh, distribution support mm-hmm. function because that was the core so it it gave an overall picture and right that's that's that was a big change uh based on this very same experience and uh, successfully kind of implementing that mm-hmm. then in 2019 uh, i won an opportunity from ecom okay basically said that we are looking at using digital as the next big change in the industry mm-hmm. and uh, we would want to kind of reboot ourselves and become a totally digital uh, life insurance company right so this is this is where i got an opportunity again to this was not a startup or mm-hmm. rather this was not a, a new company or a founding member but an organization which was already in existence close to 12 years 2008 right. is when ebon had started but mm-hmm. say kind of close to 10 years down the line is where they said we want to reinvent ourselves right because the next big wave 
there is going to be digital and life insurance is one space where digital has not yet made its inroads definitely we want to take that lead and that's where i got this opportunity and this is where we are thanks to the promoters and the shareholders over here who basically decided they were courageous enough 10 years down the line to take a call saying new business is not my kpi whereas moving into a fully digital organization is is the kpi so that kind of gave me a free hand to redo or kind of when i say redo was basically the difficult part over there is to kill a lot of pieces which were working well right 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 because you had to consciously move into this so that's that's largely it and this is where we are now it's fully digital only life insurance come perfect perfect no i think that is really an interesting journey uh, one thing that really stood out to me and do correct me if i'm wrong is uh, you do enjoy uh, building things from 0 to 1 right uh, be it your icici prudential days or uh, the baroda days or getting into agon at the point in time where uh, the organization is reinventing itself and again building their digital journey from scratch so let, let's talk about that like what is it in uh, building things from 0 to 1 that is more lucrative for you and said you you are right but what i now realized with with the mm-hmm. agon experience right 0 to 1 i got two big opportunities see mm-hmm. 0 to 1 gives you a very clean slate right so that becomes i would say in comparison a little easier mm-hmm. whereas econ was typical because the slate was only with a lot of what do you say sketches drawn on it true so the slate was not clean mm-hmm. and makes life a little difficult indeed because and again a 10 year old organization so for people to move away from what they have been doing mm-hmm. whether it is successful or not i i earlier thought that in case the acceptance will be much easier if things were not working in terms of a final success perspective mm-hmm. though it's working but it has not been successful so acceptance to change would be easier no it doesn't True. happen that way it is still a difficult because uh, for the larger part of the of the organization or people rather in general mm-hmm. for them change is the most difficult thing to adopt because there are some Indeed. things which they have been doing in a specific way to tell them sorry don't do it this way but do it some other way mm-hmm. it sounds simple but it is it isn't so that was the big one so yes zero starting from zero in comparison i find starting from zero to be a little easier but this was True. more exciting it it so having said and done it's an easy word mm-hmm. for it change management right. change management in itself is difficult especially because uh you have to say no to a lot of things mm-hmm. and consciously ask people to stop doing certain things mm-hmm. right though for them or even you know that it has been working it's not that it has has broken so this mm-hmm. question of why break something or why stop something which is working which is not broken true right? it is not the best one but it is working so why do you want right. to wait wait for it to break and then but this was more an effort to actually gather that it will break in future So Got let's it. break it now and build something new. But that's not that easy mm-hmm. for people to take up and start running with. So that's right. a change. But yes, I do like uh, building something and specifically using the tech way. So I think that as mm-hmm. I'm not a techie myself, right? I'm not an engineer. True. Uh, don't know coding at all. But it has been always the piece of uh, how tech can help me, right? 
in i think that has helped I, that that's a differentiator so just to bring that point saying tech is not only for engineers mm-hmm. tech is for all of us we need to figure out how tech can help me and that works because you will get a lot of people to support if you are clear mm. in terms of how tech can help you then it works definitely i completely uh, agree with you on this being a non techy myself and currently handling uh, completely tech projects i think this resonates really well with me that you know you need to identify how tech can help you and how you can use tech to make your life easier wherever it is right that that is how the initial steps of basically getting into the new technology kind of comes into place having having said that right uh, uh you have been building an in aon also you are building uh, grounds up an entire digital journey so let me ask you one simple question right what does it take to build an insurance business grounds up a digital insurance business you know so uh, again as i said right grounds up life would have been a little easier than what we had to face because mm-hmm. uh, when i say we are building a digital only life insurance it doesn't mean that the earlier organizations are not digital true right for example when i spoke about my earlier organization we did move into a digitally enabled sales process mm-hmm. so when i when we when we started doing this one in specific the agon journey right we realized that what at least i realized that what i did earlier was digitization and not digitalization mm-hmm. so it was basically there was a process which was being handled in a specific way right we just figured out automated that process mm-hmm. and not really took the major advantage of what a digital when i when a true sense digital can actually mean for example and uh, this a lot of people might not agree or might might not like this i don't mm-hmm. think robotics is digitalization true because it's it's still you're basically converting a manual process using a robo right whereas when you look at the entire digitalization it should not give you that opportunity at all true i it it has to pick up things through the digital means and process it on its own so that realization and that thought process was a big big change mm-hmm. and especially for an existing life insurance company and even for even if you're starting zero uh, say on a clean slate mm-hmm. have this thought process clear mm-hmm. and and because you will not get all freshies right you will have you need to have that domain expertise and True. people have done things in a very specific way mm-hmm. for them to move into getting this thought process ingrained itself is a big big task we need and that took us a lot of time because there were umpteen number of times when in fact it also occurred to me myself like, so i was doing that piece of saying no not to go there mm-hmm. but at times it also happens to you when you say okay let's there's a, there has been a way that we have seen it working let's go back to that Like, right and then you have to consciously stop yourself saying no one is to say yourself no and also say a lot of people say no we are not there like true though we are not seeing success but mm-hmm. still saying no we will not go that way we necessarily stay to take or uh, kind of stick to this specific path true is a difficult piece indeed until the time you get that breakthrough it it it's a continuous process of ensuring that people are still motivated and continue to think 
on how do you go fully fully digital so that that sure. is the the bigger one uh, it it's a little easier on clean slate but not mm-hmm. that easy but in case if you have to actually reboot yours that makes a life a little more difficult than a counts up a zero grow kind of a a zero budget kind of a scenario true true No, I think I completely agree with you, right? In these kind of scenarios, when you are changing people who have been working in the domain for the last ten years, and you are changing the way that they are working, there will be a lot of inertia and resistance to change. I mean, that will be the first thing that will uh, that will come up, right? I mean, that's how the human psychology works. If something is changing, you resist it. You don't go with the flow. So that will that will be the first thing when it comes to digitalization or digital transformation, uh, when it comes to a bigger organization. but insurance uh industry as a specific right so i mean uh, if you look at the last 5 years in the indian uh, with the in indian context essentially a lot of uh, various in uh, financial industries have been digitized uh, let's say banking um i would say you know, from right from account opening to account management as such uh, you can also talk about various lending journeys or fd journeys and a lot of other things but uh i mean uh, and this has been my observations and i could be wrong but i've also seen uh, parallelly that insurance is a segment that has only recently i think in the last one and a half two years i think probably just mid covid or so essentially started picking up digitization and when i uh, when i when i say digitization i mean the entire life cycle right from origination of a policy to claim management to essentially product innovation uh, such as sashiization and uh, basically digital distribution via apis and all of that that has very recently come into insurance uh, things that were there in other industry for last uh, a few more years in what they have been right so what do you uh, what according to you are the challenges that have been um, around that is essentially you know causing a slight lag or a slight delay there see i i would like to put this into uh, say broadly two buckets mm-hmm. one is the core insurance business which is right. the and i am more talking from a life insurance business because yes so yes. life and general are both called as insurance they are two different kind of directions come so especially on the life insurance business uh, as manufacturers the people mm-hmm. who get the license to actually sell a life insurance mm-hmm. rather manufacture the life insurance right it is a business which which is a long term solution to be provided true it's not uh, a sale happens and that's the transaction gets over it's mm. a, it's an engagement which will last anywhere from 5 years to all the way 35 40 or even we actually have started selling policies which provide cover all the way till 99 right age of 99 that's mm-hmm. the kind of engagement that you need to maintain uh, with the customer which means that your processes and your systems will have to be kind of maintained that mm-hmm. it also needs uh, a lot of capital to be brought in which is again True. both in terms of uh, the expenses which you will recoup later mm-hmm. but also in terms of because it's an investment product or it's a it's a long term guarantee kind of right i need to have enough balance sheet strength right to give the customers or the policy holders the confidence that if something happens to you the company is in a good position to pay that claims true and that's that's it's again regulations which ensures that the balance sheet is strong enough it mm-hmm. also means a lot of capital has to be kind of uh, set aside it's similar to capital adequacy ratio we used to be call it as the solvency capital 
True. That also has to be. So it it needs good amount of capital infusion to be done. Hmm. It's other than a conventional business where you will need capital to buy goods and then sell it and make money. It doesn't work that we have to keep capital aside of in course. the form of uh, investments to be done and maintained. So, mm-hmm. so it needs a lot of capital to come, and the gestation period is pretty. For example, if I actually sell a life insurance policy, mm-hmm. I take at least three to four years to recoup my first year uh, hit itself. When I say oh. hit the expenses to get the policy on board, right? But considering it's a good thirty, thirty-five, forty-year product. Mm-hmm. It does uh, kind of bring in revenues at a later point in time at a much longer period. Like, and it's anybody would try to give that kind of. For example, uh, in a new age setup, you spend a lot of money to buy the customer loyalty, mm-hmm. so that the continuity is maintained. For us, it comes in in default, but it starts giving you money after only some fourth or the fifth year. Mm-hmm. So you need to also wait for them. So the right. gestation period is also pretty long, but right. that makes it. You need enough capital or enough uh, ability to kind of uh, get into these kind of business. So that's a manufacturing side, and that's one of the reasons why you will see that the manufacturing or the core mm-hmm. life insurance companies will come in from very well uh, capitalized promoters and who have those ability to kind of wait for a good amount of years, say eight to ten years. To even look at, and it also needs. Even if you are making profits, you will still mm-hmm. might have to infuse capital to grow the business, the solvency capital that I spoke about. So you need kind of good amount of financial strength yourself to promote a life insurance. So that was also one of the reasons why you will see not uh, startups coming in because you need serious commitment. Right. Because on the other side, the entire ecosystem, because it's it's not just the life insurance company itself. There are various other pieces now which have started coming in to help. The life insurance business to do, for example, mm-hmm. the distributors itself. Right? There are a lot of now uh, digital distributors who have come. There True. is a lot of uh, support system in the form of, say, a digital KYC mm-hmm. or or the account aggregator processes. So there is now the ecosystems which is coming, and you will see a lot of startups coming to cater to that space because those are typical mm-hmm. businesses where you come in, invest money, start the services. Make money for those services and start making money, and mm-hmm. the capital commitments are not that huge. So that ecosystem has now started coming, in. and you were right; it kind of started happening more after COVID, because we had to work from home, we had to cater to a lot of people, and let them not come for a face-to-face meeting either to our offices or our people going there. That was not allowed, so there was a kind of forced uh, movement into that space. People were doing that, and that's where we realized that. Uh, the mindset change happened because of an external pressure. Earlier, right. the systems were available with most of us. Okay, and I say most mm-hmm. of us is most of the life insurance companies. But we it never got triggered because there was this whole mindset saying the customer or my distributor or mm-hmm. the uh, or the my own sales guys won't be comfortable doing it over a video call at those times. True. But that kind of that's the only silver lining which I see from COVID, where it helped. Bringing digitalization, or forced people to adopt a lot of uh, digitalization processes mm-hmm. uh, much earlier, then it, it would have been a much longer journey otherwise. So that's that's the change which came. But Indeed. coming back to your question, the ecosystem is where we see a lot of uh, startups coming in, mm-hmm. which is also called as the insure tech. So which right. which which provides services across the piece. Let it be 
onboarding of the customer in forms of uh, as i said the kyc aspect or even mm-hmm. the underwriting things account aggregator goes beyond insurance but that's True. another big one which we have adopted and it is it's a wonderful piece so there are various such services uh, where you will see a lot of insure tech uh, applications come manufacturing it's more to do with very deep pockets and long commitments indeed indeed i mean uh... in the last decade or so uh, i think there have been a couple of new insurance companies that came in with a i would say basically a fully digital insurance company that i don't want to name them but uh, yeah there are only two new insurance companies that came in that also on the general side and i think now they are planning to move into the life insurance and that is essentially the number itself stands as, as a testament to the fact that how difficult it is to get into the manufacturing business and specifically if you look at the life insurance uh, life insurance side of it right having said that uh, uh you did mention right a lot of insurtech startups are uh, essentially coming up as well um, in in the last uh, few years or so so overall if you look at the fintech landscape uh, i think uh, majority of the startups come in uh, let's say i think are coming into the digital lending space uh in 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 the fintech fraternity right there is a um, i'm not sure i would uh, i would call it a, a probably a belief or uh, you would say an ongoing understanding that dhanda kahin se bhi chalu kar lo ultimately paisa lending mein banne wala hai right i mean everyone kind of uh, converges into lending in the end whichever super app or whatever you see and uh, given having said that right uh, i sometimes tend to really disagree with that uh, when i when i look at the uh, insurance piece uh, from my understanding and there might be a gap there but from what i understand there is a good amount of revenue to be made in the insurance space for even the distributors or the person who is essentially you know uh, uh basically a digital distributor or someone right uh, i mean there is a really good chunk compared to even lending the kind of percentages that are made in lending versus the kind of percentages that are made in uh, in insurance pre- uh, basically over the insurance premiums is a really i mean it's almost 5x kind of a number that comes into play but that is never uh, i mean i have hardly seen people getting into that space and succeeding like i've seen a few people getting into the space and moving out of it within 6 months saying yeah nahi ho pa raha humse or whatever so what do you think is a major challenge which is kind of stopping in a lot of uh, startups getting into the insurance space or kind of still be a bit more wary see the biggest difference is the push versus pull right in in case of lending the need is actually mm-hmm. arising from the customer itself and right. he is looking for a best bargain but sure. there is a very clear need mm-hmm. in case of insurance there is a need mm-hmm. but that need is something which is always getting procrastinated indeed there is some place where because it's a very emotional subject mm-hmm. so uh, nobody wants to think that i can die yeah, true so the very fact in fact it's a very emotional subject where uh in in marketing you always say that we have to use the customer language right you like always mm-hmm. use the word you whereas if you notice it, and that's again has been a very conscious piece for me i have always started using the word i mm-hmm. for example now when i said normally you would have like even now i struggle to use that word because that has been a very conscious one but it's mm-hmm. difficult to say you can die any time okay right. because it it can switch off or it can actually put off the the other person so a very True. conscious change which i have brought in is when i talk about this thing is i say i can die mm-hmm. so, so that the conversation continues it does right. so and then i can move into the next step of why you need life insurance 
but that is True. the that is one of the major pieces for example i have heard arguments which i which i there has been when i've started trying to basically convince somebody to life insurance and mm-hmm. say this is this is the amount that you pay and this i'm mm-hmm. talking about the pure form of life insurance right uh, this is the amount that you pay and if something happens to me my family will kind of get money so the there was a question and this then it's not one i in isolation a question mm-hmm. the question was what happen if you don't die right true which means that the money has gone waste so <laughs> that's that's a big change right so because right. nobody thinks that i will die right and and to kind of put in a money mm-hmm. it will go waste and this is again and it's an it's an emotional buy because this is one product which you don't buy for mm-hmm. yourself you actually buy it for your loved ones it's to ensure True. that the money oh yeah it's just to ensure that if if i die of course there is a huge emotional strain which comes to my family but at least there is no financial strain on that that's how true, the best form of life insurance but this this was always a challenge in terms of communication or having those and engaging with the customer on this topic and that's where an investment driven life insurance now it happens to such an extent that everybody selling looking at the investment angle of and the protection angle has become very a, a minuscule portion both in terms of uh, engagement as well as in terms of the cover itself indeed so that's that's a change and that is where we are now trying to bring out the change in also in our products and those things because the usp is the protection mm mm-hmm. indeed the the example which i can provide for example uh life insurance fits wonderfully well for child mm-hmm. right now what am i what am i saying so basically say the uh, my kid is say 3 or 4 years old i mm-hmm. know that 10 to 15 years down the line either for her graduation or post graduation she will need a lot of money and education is a touchy topic true because we want and that's how that is what has happened to me right so her father ensured that uh, it's it's kind of education is the way to take her on but for most of us most of us mm-hmm. education is a cash flow item it is not coming out of the balance sheet now, what do i mean by that a lot of people at least in my earlier generation or even in the current generation hmm. a lot of people don't save for that kind of an outcome right so in, in actually and that's what we are trying to promote in the savings product is one you create the corpus hmm right? suppose something happens to me or rather something if i die in between suppose and i die say when my kid is just 10 years old hmm. i will the claim amount which it comes in that will still ensure that your kids compromise education doesn't get compromised because that money will still come to you that's where product a life insurance and there is a small cost to it so mm-hmm. a direct comparison to a very pure savings product won't right but of course it can't be an exorbitant difference of course right but that is that's the benefit when you club both of them together and that's the very specific use case which happens when you club uh, a life insurance and a savings product and otherwise the purest form of insurance it's a very small amount you actually and if you start early which is say at your age i'm assuming it should be around in your early 30s or right true so it should it should come at a cost of what a, a coffee a day right mm-hmm. that's the kind of cost at which you get a simple cover but it right. it provides huge amount of comfort 
when i say mm-hmm. comfort in terms of financial cover or financial protection mm-hmm. to my family when i am not there true so it's it's a it's a very small pay, cost to pay uh, from that person and the other one is ensuring that the ultimate objective is met while i'm enabling a corpus or creating a corpus for a specific objective which is again for some dependent of mine it could be my kids education or my uh, kids marriage or anything like that right when mm-hmm. my family members or my dependents will need something in future now i'm ensuring that that objective will still be met whether i am there or not there right right but yeah it's 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 a topic which needs to be first triggered where you talk about death and it also needs to kind of continue and that's the reason why it's a push product and not a pull mm-hmm. and this conversations doesn't get closed in one go right so you still need to kind of continuously make so this awareness in terms of urgency and necessity of a life insurance that lacks everybody knows what a life insurance is thanks to bollywood it's sure. a very popular terminology and so the bima karaliya is is kind of it's known to everybody but True. the urgency and necessity to have one for yourself that awareness is still lacking and that's the area that True true I think uh, from from what you said right essentially insurance being a push product and it takes essentially multiple goes to close one uh, essentially at least life insurance deal per se uh does make sense that these kind of a uh, sales cycle would drive the cost of customer acquisition uh, really high and uh, essentially when you compare it to a shorter life cycle of a startup or an uncertainty uncertainty that a startup faces i think it really makes sense on why essentially hardly any startups are getting into the business of selling these because then it would increase the initial capital expenditure or the cost of acquisition would be so so high that it might not actually you know uh initially break even because as you said right, the gestation period for the revenue is also 3-4 years for that is essentially a lifetime for a startup as such so yeah I think that that's kind of that's what I was question. trying to mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to distinguish that's more a manufacturer's challenge right and if you're a pure come distributor mm-hmm. you will still run it as an annual uh, P&L you will not okay. there, there, there it's not that kind of because the initial cost of acquisition which mm-hmm. kind of rightly identified we as manufacturers don't charge it in the very first premium true that's the reason why it takes 4 to 5 years just to recover the first year cost itself so you spread it mm-hmm. over the next what actually for even 10 years or 12 years based on the policy itself okay and that is how the premium or for example the cost mm-hmm. of if i would have started charging it in the very first premium i wouldn't be able to bring it at a cost of a coffee a day Mm-hmm. So it's actually spread over the balance period, so it doesn't really immediately impact you. So suppose mm-hmm. if I reduce the cost of distribution to a zero, mm-hmm. the level premium that you are talking about that will come down by some three or four percent. That's it. Okay. So this norm saying it's a huge cost of acquisition. Yes, it is, but that is mm-hmm. when you see it on a standalone, just as first year. Okay. The moment it becomes a pull product, mm-hmm. where customer himself is keen, like for example, it becomes a part of our, uh, what do you say? Like immediately when a kiddo starts earning, right? 
the the parents asked him to start save which is a good habit similar lines sure. if when when somebody starts earning he st- and that a lot of influencers are actually promoting that right where mm-hmm. if they start immediately getting into a life insurance right? on its own right. when when this thing start coming in there are a lot of people come say okay now i've started earning uh, and there has to be some support to continue of this earning even if i am not there let mm-hmm. me get a life insurance if this kind of behavior starts coming in it becomes mm-hmm. a pull product and then you will not need this kind of an effort which will bring down the the overall play but when i'm coming from is the cost of acquisition is high but sure. it is spread over a much longer period it doesn't mean that the cost has been jacked up majorly in the very first charge itself god that's how it is still very much affordable understood no that makes sense that makes sense uh having said that right uh in in a country as massive as india uh insurance as a product or industry is still vastly underpenetrated right uh, i mean uh, i've i've read in a few places and i'm not sure if it's a correct number or not but at least uh, only 3 and a half to 4% uh, of india is actually properly insured and the rest of the india or the indian population is not insured so how do you uh, how do you see this uh, problem being solved uh, you know how does digitization play a role in it or how do you see other other factors playing a role in this and what can be done you know that's that's where the interest in the indian insurance uh, market is still very high because that exactly is the potential mm-hmm. the huge potential you need the mechanism to tap it is something which we are all trying various mechanisms to evaluate mm-hmm. and figure out what can be done right uh, and and that is where we felt that and this is again when i spoke about egon trying to move into fully digital model in year 2019 this is mm. where the thought process was digital is the way forward in the sense digital is the way to reach out to a lot of people in the and india is a vast country both in terms of people and the geography spread so digital is the way to reach out to every nook and corner of the country while sure. ensuring that the cost is still the same right if right. i get into a brick and mortar model and then right. set up so many so many offices and so many people and all those things naturally the cost gets loaded into the pricing of course but we felt digital is the way to reach and this was also based on the jam trinity's success mm-hmm. so basically there is now and this is a huge one it's not just from for the a uh, direct benefit transfers of the organizer of the government schemes but even right. for us right mm-hmm. the aadhar based kyc is right. a big big benefit in terms of unique uniqueness identifying that shreyas is shreyas mm-hmm. shreyas is alive and kicking right right because we we need to ensure that deadman is not getting insured or the sure. death bed case is getting not getting insured So when mm-hmm. I speak to a customer, like a similar call, right? I just need a five-minute selfie video, right? Which which kind of links up with, and you provide your Aadhaar KYC, which is again, which is based on with, with your consent when it comes to. It helps mm-hmm. me uh, know that the same thing. Shreyas is Shreyas. Shreyas is alive. Shreyas is kind of uh, uh, live and kicking. and we are also now looking at the very same video to also bring in a lot of uh, health vital signs 
of course with consent because otherwise right. you would have sent you for a physical medical whereas now mm-hmm. we are looking at computer vision to help us with uh no, based on which we decide what is the kind of risk that we need because it's not still 100% accurate right mm-hmm. but it does help us with a lot of uh, ensuring that uh, we don't have false positives true what do i mean by that is basically computer vision at least tells me that this guy is doesn't have any major issues got it it might not bring out possibly but those mm-hmm. limitations are still there so it helps it, me to decide how many cases i need to send for a physical medical whereas how many can i can actually do just based on this video this is an again mm-hmm. a mechanism to reach out to a lot of people so what you have now done is made the platform available which actually takes me to the interiors of the country with uh, with data being available across and mobile being available across it allows me to reach uh it allows me to also uh make the process very convenient because you don't have to physically somebody need not touch base with you you need not have documents in front of you or have it on your system to upload nothing like that which also helps me because it's an aadhar based for example the same very example right there is no document to be brought in there is no scan to be done and because there is no scan to be done there is no person in the operations team who needs to run through it true there is no eyeball check he is not seeing a scanned image and the data and ensuring that the spelling in the document and the spelling in the form both are same as true of that true. sort is required makes the journey mm-hmm. entirely effective but very efficient also so i think that's right. another piece so when the made the second part uh, very much easy which which makes now the partner or the distributor very efficient right mm-hmm. otherwise there were two parts one is to convince the customer to have a life insurance policy that itself is a is a journey in itself right Indeed. once he has decided to buy then the other part of asking for all those documentation that itself was again very painful right it was nothing less than actually applying for a loan mm-hmm. and that that's how difficult it is so we have we have kind of catered to the second part of it. so that process we have made easy so now the distributors have to more be focused on creating awareness and bringing or ensuring of that necessity and urgency is understood by the customer the moment he is convinced they can ensure that this part the second leg of the journey which is the actual application process that is mutanda which enables him or his productivity to go up so mm-hmm. he was able to say look at one and this time is kind of getting created which and same do go so like one of the conscious pieces which i typically talk about so when we moved as a digital life insurance camp a lot of people get confused digital as direct mm-hmm. right whereas we are a b2b2c company so our digital processes which you're talking about is to enable my distribution partners to be more efficient and more effective makes sense so though we have a d2c process but the d2c process is a showcase so that the partner can try it out feel and actually convince himself saying yes this is a wonderful process and this does help me so that's what we bring in so when we moved into digital from day 0 it was clear so day 0 even not trying to uh we are direct to customer kind of an organization we were catering to the partners who are like minded who also they also need to be digital because mm-hmm. it's a, the b2b part is fully digital 
and the B2C, which is the end distributor. That is his choice. He still believes in a face-to-face model. There are partners who are purely only on the digital front and they are doing pretty well because that's a customer base which likes to transact fully digitally. So both mm-hmm. those models come in. But we have ensured that the backend process is way too smooth, very effective, very efficient, which gives him makes him more productive. Perfect, perfect. No, having said that, right? Uh, how does your uh, how does your process vary from uh, urban areas to the rural areas of India? Is there a significant change in the approach that you take in the distribution, or is there a significant change in the way you have seen distributors' approach vary over these two demographics? So, I would say the process, uh, the B two B process, which is the distributor to us, that mm-hmm. more or less remains the same. Because what we have built is again pieces which are easily available from a digital. Of course, there are many more uh, things to come up, and I think it will become only smoother from every future days. But even now, it's a common mm-hmm. piece for both rural as well as uh, uh, the urban piece. Right. Because so the Aadhaar is common. I'm just giving Aadhaar because that's the simplest of the examples. Similar mm-hmm. is the process for everything else. That continues. The approach for the partner to speak to the customer that varies, and mm. you need to have a very different language when you are speaking to a tier three customer, or uh, mm-hmm. even within tier one, there are multiple strata. So even the urban poor needs a different language, whether we an urban middle class uh, customer. Right. So both both are very different uh, sales pitch, which which the partner manages, but the journey part once the customer yes convince the customer. That remains more or less the same. Got what it. we are also doing is basis this is where we are bringing out product which is, uh, for example, we are the only company which also provides an insurance cover as less as fifty thousand rupees. So we provide cover all the way from fifty thousand to a five crore. It's actually mm-hmm. a big crore, but I'm saying just to rhyme it, it was fifty thousand to five crore. Uh, but that's right. the kind of uh, cover comes in and. The process for the lower summer, which will actually cater to uh, the major percentage of the population, is a straight through mm-hmm. process. Now, when okay. I say straight through process, you basically come in, you identify yourself using Aadhaar, you mm-hmm. uh, fill in a health declaration, and health declaration is nothing but simple questions, right? Ten odd questions, which in it, uh, and that happens. And third is you give me a five sec- uh, second video. Right. That's it. At the end of this, okay. you pay, and the cover starts immediately. Okay. Okay. So there is Got no, it. there is no waiting period or anything like that. So this will also so be an assisted journey for the customer. No, it's an un. So it, this is that is in case if the customer wants to do it himself, he can do it. If the distributor wants to assist the customer, uh, it's his choice. Got it. Got it. But the process, because there are still people who want assistance, the distributor can do that. True. There are people who who are very comfortable doing it on their own. They can do it on their but it is an OTC process. The moment you have decided, you don't have to wait another mm. three or four days or have multiple interactions. No. Right. Decided. Do these three steps, and the policy is yours. Understood. So, when you when you talk about urban versus rural, do you see a significant deviation or a significant rise in? Assisted journeys being undertaken by the distributors in the rural area versus automated or self-initiated journeys in the urban areas, or 
is there a almost par kind of a equivalency between both in fact uh, though it's not a huge base i would like to distinguish between a partner driven model okay. and people who come to my own website right in a partner driven model it's a partner who handles so i don't know the exact uh, i don't get that exact insight whether the customer himself was able to do that or did the partner assist him mm-hmm. finally it's the last process is more or less that way but if i True. look at my website right the and which is purely a diy and mm-hmm. within that diy you can of course ask for assistance if you if required because we have taken a policy of no spam so mm-hmm. we don't start chasing him the moment he just check the quote or something right got it we, but if he has come and there is an option saying i need assistance i'm i'm struggling somewhere then we call mm-hmm. him and assist to the process so what we have seen is for the number of cases that we have got around 60% mm-hmm. or rather i can simply put in one third one third one third is tier 1 mm-hmm. tier 2 tier 3 right so the tier 3 one third was very surprising for us Mm-hmm. which which i never thought that would happen but and this people actually came in diy route oh interesting it was it was actually very interesting for us too Indeed. so which yeah and now we are coming with vernacular i think that will help us further increase the uh, kind of adoption but deep, just if you are only with the english recordings or the english mechanisms uh, or the english journeys we actually saw this piece of uh, one third one third one third and within that of the overall population Mm-hmm. around 30% of the people did ask for assistance okay whereas two third actually went on their own because the process is pretty Gosh simple mm-hmm. the assistance which we actually saw was more to understand the product not for the journey oh okay they, they specifically wanted uh, some additional sense. features yes. or some additional checks to be done for example currently we are not providing up to age 99 cover so there are mm-hmm. some people who want to have it till 99 of course you can of do it but when you're saying 99 which means that death is a certainty right true and if death is a certainty pricing will also be accordingly done of course so when you do up to age 60 we expect not a lot of people to survive that period it's mm-hmm. supposed to take care of uncertainty and not certainty right, right. like mission is supposed to take care of uncertainty so that's true. the reason why your prices are much lower you and uh, the way i said you get kind of uh for a 1000 rupees or something you get a 1 crore cover right mm-hmm. it's it's even if you pay all the way till age 60 or 70 you never going to pay an amount which is equivalent to a crore which is which is the pooling mechanism they make but people mm-hmm. want them so we we specifically say and convince that it's not a legacy product it's not it's it's not something which you can use to hand over kind of a will to a to your uh, loved one but we do suggest right. that for that we need to start building a corpus and it's a corpus which needs to be handed over mm. but that's those are those are more awareness specific pieces indeed yeah but of course there are there are whole life products which you can design naturally the pricing will have to take care of it of course of course no i'm i'm glad you kind of got into the different kind of expectations that the customer comes with from a life insurance product then what actually should be the uh, set expectation right that essentially gives rise to various kind of product innovation uh, so how uh, like any 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 specific product innovations that you have seen or that kind of excites you in the life insurance space as of now be it a tech led or a finance led yeah no so one is 
uh, what I spoke about. Currently, mm-hmm. we did focus on uh, making it convenient to buy while mm-hmm. keeping the affordability in mind. Right. So all our products that we have launched, we have tried to keep it as simple as possible. So, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a life insurance pure vanilla product. True. The journeys are much simpler. So we are focused on ensuring that we don't complicate both the product and the journey. Rather mm-hmm. than we ensure that we simplify that space. True. So that's that's how uh, we we kind of uh, did that. But we also brought in uh, this piece of a life insurance product, ideally. So the way it works is, I should start building a corpus when I start uh, working, right, in parallel. So while you are say closer mm. to age 60, if you have built a nice corpus say by the time you are age 50, you don't need life insurance because you have created enough corpus for uh, yourself or your family, right? So you don't need life insurance. And then at mm-hmm. that point in time, your life insurance premium that you pay is an expense because you have right. taken care of the risk mitigate. So that time we give him an option. to basically exit the policy and we will refund the premium mm-hmm. which is called as a special exit right so right. we and we kind of give that message saying please start building a corpus and if your corpus at that point in time is good enough mm. you should not you should not waste the premium money on premium if you don't Any have sense. a corpus naturally you should continue so that's an option mm-hmm. which has been called as a special exit Okay. So, which which enables and that is also gives an opportunity to let the customer know or let the policyholder know that there is its life insurance takes care of an uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But there is a certainty, something called as that you will retire. True. You need you need corpus for various uh, different life stages. Mm-hmm. So that savings also has to happen, or that right. need to kind of work on that also. Why we brought this, which gives you that flexibility, but mm-hmm. my biggest takeaway is that it also gives me an ability to communicate to a customer, which is again kind of a financial awareness. Saying, why do we bring in is because of this, and which you start encouraging people to build a corpus for yourself or on your various life stage. Of course. So that kind of works. The other big piece is uh, smaller tickets. Essentially, mm-hmm. as I so it it becomes one is because as I said, it's. It's an emotional subject, but if I can make it way too simple and way too affordable, then I might not think much and buy it immediately. True, true. So a smaller pitch in that case can convince me to buy a life insurance because it's 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 very easily or I can buy it easily and it's very affordable. Easy. So our our product called as Akhil Bharat comes on those lines. So it's smaller, smaller sum are short, mm-hmm. easy to buy. And the pricing is very much uh, affordable. Makes sense. Makes sense. Having said that, right? I think uh, next five years or so uh, in the insurance industry, I think we'll see a lot of digitization coming in, and a lot of new emerging technologies that will essentially play a role in the way insurance is sold and consumed. So, which emerging technology as of now, uh, from let's let's say AI, blockchain, or machine learning, is I mean basically excites you the most when it comes to the life insurance space? You and you feel that that specific technology will have a huge impact in the way insurance industry operates as of now. So, for me, there are two things. 
one is this computer vision with thing which have which have actually started testing right mm-hmm. that i strongly believe will move into a different trajectory in the coming few years definitely current the the uh, the confidence level just by having a 15 second or a 20 second video mm-hmm. you know i will do away with all the other stuff right which further makes the journey for even for higher summer shorts much easier so this mm-hmm. computer vision thing is something which i am very much looking forward to. uh we ourselves have actually started testing and training our processes on mm-hmm. while there are certain policies where we still do physical medicals but we also right. use this computer based thing because the system needs those data to learn indeed so we have started using that for that uh, for those things and once the mm-hmm. confidence level goes up we will do away with the physical medical and use this process to uh, do the underwriting which which makes the process so this is one piece which is mm-hmm. the other one is uh, using data to personalize the life insurance right and this will again help in terms of uh, of course from an organization perspective commercially higher conversion but mm-hmm. even for the customer it will like think help us to penetrate in a much better way because it will be very personalized suggestion for you because mm-hmm. if i know shreyas well i can speak a language which makes it easier for me to convince shreyas that this is the policy that you need to have and this is why true. you need to true so the the right message at the right time to the right person mm-hmm. like that's where data can enable or not indeed indeed and this we are planning or this we are doing again through the partner process because at, if you want to try it on a global scale it's difficult and then your uh, privacy mm-hmm. settings can be a challenge right we don't want to you know encourage into that but there are partners who know you pretty well right so they become your consultants and they can actually give you a very personalized suggestion in terms of life insurance uh, which kind of product when and how to buy so that's that's another piece where I think uh, the entire uh, what do you say integration between me, the partner, and the customer can help me to do in a much better personalized uh, sales pitch. Got it. And when I say sales pitch, it's it sounds as a say as a silo thing, mm-hmm. but I strongly believe that life insurance isn't necessary, right? True. To that extent, it's a push product, and I should be allowed to. kind of come and nag you a bit to have a life insurance <laughs> true and that if i can make it more personalized very specific not a generic language but address mm-hmm. a specific need of yours then right. the chances of you getting convinced is much better Definitely. that's where we are using the partner approach to that data thing and work on a model where the partner can deliver a much uh, better personalized experience understood so i think uh, this entire conversation has uh, had me really excited for the future of insurtech right i mean uh, i personally am super excited about how uh, the computer vision piece i think compared with ai once the right data sets are matched will essentially be powerful enough to screen initial uh, you know major issues or major illnesses that the person may or may not have and essentially help them underwrite correctly and probably in some cases uh, and this might be uh, overstepping a bit but i think 
might be that those things that undiagnosed that the person might actually come to know that these are the things that I did not know I had that I might need to get checked as well so yeah i mean uh, super excited about uh, the entire insurance space uh, and and it said that right uh, i mean uh, this has really been an interesting conversation with you mr satishwar uh, thank you so much for your time uh yes i think you guys are doing a phenomenal job uh, and it definitely uh seems uh, easy i mean you have made it seem easy uh building and running a digital insurance business but i'm pretty sure uh, it has been a challenge and i think what you guys are doing i think i'm super excited to see what you do next in the with technology and insurance so looking forward to that and uh, thanks a lot once again for your time thanks a pleasure thank you so much thank you so much